Thanks for choosing a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are more just like this at r1.co.nz. It's the Radio 191 FM breakfast show with Candice. And right now, she's talking to... A folk music legend whose approach to songwriting is just second to none. They have just released a brand new album. His name is Brandon Delacruz and he is live and direct through Zoom <laughs> with me right now. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of course. Now, this is no morning feat for you as it is for me. Please tell us a little bit about where you're at right now. <laughs> what time zone are you in? Yeah, yeah I'm in I'm Pacific Standard time zone on the west coast of the United States. Currently um, at my mom's house in Southern California. Just my, my partner and I made a trip here to uh, to bring our, our, our new baby to, to meet family and friends. And we've been traveling around a bit and um, we'll be back in New Zealand in a couple of weeks. Oh, so wholesome. And I'm sure it must be nice to get a little bit of sun before coming back to the New Zealand weather. I suppose it is heading into spring here now, though, so not too bad. Yeah, yeah, we managed to miss the whole winter practically. Um, <laughs> so, so it's been good. Yeah, it's been a nice, nice summer in the in the US. What a treat! Now we are not here to just spin extremely interesting yarns about the weather. We are here to chat about your brand new album. It is called Two Kilos of Blue. It came out just recently. How has the reception of the album been? It's been good. It's been really good. I mean, on one hand, it's hard to tell, you you know, on, to an extent, you're sharing with family and friends and hearing what they have to say. And then, you know, you can look at like streaming numbers and stuff like that. But um, it's hard to tell, you know, how it actually connects with people. But I feel like this record, maybe more so than other records, they're... It, it is hitting people on um, a certain level or something like that, like... Um, Maybe I, my, my, I put more craft into it or had more time to work on this and it feels more developed um, than anything I've done before. And it shows because it is a fantastic piece of work. When you say that you had a bit more time to work on it, what kind of time frame are we talking? I had a couple years um, starting in like March 2021 two years on from that where I just I I had a little money saved and I you know was living in Hamilton and uh had access to a studio was sharing with a friend and just um was able to go in like a full-time or part-time job basically and just work on arrangements experiment with stuff do lots of different takes try like you know every kind of little thing I had in my head every kind of like possible version I could imagine over the course of two years and then like you know, pick from that and um, build from that and deconstruct from that, and it it was it was a lot of a lot of experimentation. And was there a specific intention to experiment a little bit more with this one, or was it just sort of a a product of the circumstances type situation? There was an intention. Yeah, the intention was I when I was younger, I was devoted to folk music and studied all the folk songwriters and really was sort of a purist about it to where you know i wrote everything on guitar i tried to record everything live on the guitar and tried to really emulate something in that world 
And as the years have gone by, I've kind of, you know, I've connected with such a broad range of music. I listen to all kinds of stuff, a lot of pop music, a lot of hip hop, a lot of um, music from different countries, a lot of classical music, a lot of reggae at the moment. And so I've, I've really, I'd say over the last little bit, I've really like let myself experiment more with what moves me and take uh just kind of follow what what i enjoy rather than sort of have an idea in my mind of like what something should be or you know in like a narrow paradigm i love watching artists dive into different sounds because i think that what we can see in sort of earlier careers is you do tend to stick to one sound which is fantastic but i think that at the end of the day, everybody always ends up sort of spreading their wings a little bit more and like dipping their toes into different pools. Did you have any particular artists as inspiration for creating this album? Yeah, definitely. Um, let me pull up a playlist of like one that of, that I was listening to. What I mean, I had um, really like early Elvis recordings, like like ones he did on Sun Records that has just like his voice and like a little bit of guitar like I, I love those um i was listening to a lot of james blake i like a lot how he he fuses stuff um mm. uh let me see um willie nelson has been huge for me for a while i mean he i think for him it's more like the tone of voice like the way he the way he says his words he gets so this, his songs are so simple so well written but they go to, you know they go to a whole new depth through the tone through like the nuance he's able to he's able to convey in the of emotion like just in, in the way he says a word you know so with, um that has been super inspirational to me um frank ocean is a huge inspiration. I mean, a lot of these are really big artists I'm talking about, and I feel, I feel like part of the part of the fun of experimenting and 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 listening to taking from some of those artists is that like even no matter what I do, I have such a weird, unique lens of my own that even if I'm filtering <laughs> through those influences, it's still you know it doesn't necessarily sound like anything like that. Like I don't know if anybody would hear any of those artists necessarily. I think that that's that's the beauty and in inspiration and the beauty in creation as well, you know? I think that from what I've heard, when you're sort of drawing inspiration at first and sometimes, you know, you might have writer's block, you may be feeling a little bit lost, it can be really easy to be tempted to just directly copy what another artist has done. But the challenge mm. is sort of taking it and shifting it into your own. Do you have any advice for younger or newer artists that are sort of looking to develop that skill for themselves yeah i think i think i think you really got to bring your whole self to what you do like you you gotta you've got to kind of block out find a way a discipline that allows you to block out the voices about like what's cool at the moment or what's um what's going to get approval um you know what your friends are saying what the media is saying and really 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 be in touch with like what you really enjoy and and finding a way to do that i feel like the joy the way you enjoy what you make is what really comes across and people connect with i think like how deeply it means to you um and spending time really connecting with that i think that's really important 
a massive trust the process type thing, I assume. Mm. Yeah. 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 Now, my personal favourite track from the album is the first single from the album. It is called Disguise. It is beautiful. It is dreamy. I just, ah, I adore it. Please tell us a little bit about the writing process behind that single. Yeah, this one, this one went through so many iterations. I mean, I wrote the lyrics and sort of first version of it when I was living in Portland, maybe six or seven years ago. Um... And it kind of came really spontaneously. I was reading a book of his Hasidic uh, sort of like mystical tales, um, and and I had a, I had a strong a lot of the songs I write. You know, they, it's like a strong emotional feeling that I don't have any words for, and it's like me sort of chasing that feeling with trying trying to carve it out with words and music. And so I had a really strong feeling about like from from reading that and so that sort of started six or seven years ago and then it was like i had a, i had a draft in it but it wasn't quite it and then i worked on it again when i was in new zealand i had something i really liked that was just me and guitar and then when i was in the studio i had like a this drum beat that i started experimenting over and then i had um i used to work for this label in mississippi or in portland called mississippi records and um he put they put they put all kinds of different compilations of music from all over the world and there's a sample on disguise from um this 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 song called uh uh, uh i i can't remember the name of this out of the top of my head but it's just <laughs> so it's just one it's just one guy sort of um improvising on some sort of homemade flute and that is what made its way into recording is kind of one of the like dominant things you hear and it's been pitched <laughs> up and kind of cut up and moved around but that's that uh, that's one of the most interesting parts of it for me the way that all came together and um yeah <laughs> that is so sick i love it when artists sample just like random bits here and there and put it into their music and exactly like you said it's usually changed so much that you don't even realize exactly what it is because it sounds completely different is that a practice that you adopt quite often in your music yeah definitely i mean i'm chasing something that sounds good to me and you know like a lot of times like with the sampling that i did on this record i had all this music that i was exposed to working at the record company but there's so much of it and so i'd kind of go through through it and be like this is something i connect with and could easily see how it could fit into something else i'm working on i had like i had a huge I had a huge sort of database of that and it was just kind of like working it in it was just a lot of experimentation there's so much of it that didn't work and so much as it did and a lot of it was just kind of going for it and you don't really know until until you hear it um yeah full send full send now i have to ask the album is called two kilos of blue which is so cool but very unique what was the meaning behind the title of the album, the inspirations behind it? Yeah. Um, I had all the songs first, and I pulled the songs together from a lot of songs I've written over the last 10 years. And the theme I was picking them by was something that sort of felt very moody to me and um, something that felt almost more nighttime, something more reflective and dark in that way. 
And originally I was trying to find like a title that came from the lyrics and that was that was really hard for me to do. So eventually I found this this quote I'd written down, which is attributed to Cezanne who says something like, um, two kilos of blue is a lot bluer than one. Um and it and what that means to me at least is like when you put a lot of something of one color or one mood or one feeling together, there's something, there's something that happens when that happens, you know, there's something, there's some kind of thing that's like um, greater than the, the sum of its parts, right? Like some kind of uh, something, you know, when there's a lot of one, yeah, it's just, that's, and that's what it's, that's, that's what it means to me. I and mean, that's what it, and that's why it sort of represents the album to me is it's, it's very much about that. This album very much feels like your heart on a plate, and it is nine tracks of absolute brilliance. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Brandon, and congratulations once again on the album's release out into the world. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) Legend. That was Brandon Delacruz on his brand new album. Just before, we also had Vices with Sandcastle and a request from a very special listener, Princess Chelsea with The Forest. Coming up for you now is my favourite track off the album. This song is called Disguise. 8.46 on The Breakfast Show with Candice. Dope Lemon interview coming up very shortly. Keep it locked here on The One. Now I'm glad we planted roses for listening to a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.